Hello, and welcome to the season finale of Goons Talk Tunes. I'm your co-host, Nick Contardo, sitting here with... I'm Emma Kalman, and we're really sad. This is our last episode of 2020. Big size. Big sad, big sad. We're coming to you from a new setup today. We are in my apartment. A little bit different than our, our usual place of recording, but... But you know what? Vibes are good. The vibes are great. It's... We got our tiny Christmas tree in the corner. Yeah. Speaking of the vibes, what's the vibe? What is the vibe, Emma Kalman? Tell me what the vibe is. The vibe is immaculate right now. I'm halfway through junior year of college. Kind of scary. Kind of getting old. Didn't didn't realize that until this morning when I woke up. It's finally winter break. I'm done with my classes now. Feeling a sigh of relief. I'm just hanging out. Today I went out and... I just kind of sat outside for a little bit. Even it was, though it was a beautiful a, day. It was, it was a little bit cold, but I was kind of happy with it. And my song of the day, because it's kind of a good day, is You Little Beauty by Fisher. Different. Yeah. Different than anything that I usually listen to. I like the song Losing It by them. If you're a college student, you likely know that song. And also, Lady Gaga's album Chromatica has a lot of really upbeat and fun songs. And I like the song Stupid Love. Also, Rain On Me, really good. It's just a Rain good Rain On week. Me, me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good song. Very nice, Emma. All right, guys. What's your vibe? Nick here. Gonna hit you with my vibe for this week. So, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I've been pretty stressed out lately. Big finals week for your boy. But, you know, we're pushing through. We're working through it. Um, the tunes I've been listening to has been pretty much uh, been getting me through, you know? So I've been lifting my spirits, I should say. I've been listening to the new Glass Animals album that came out. It's called Dreamland. We love Glass Animals around here. Very good band. A couple good ones off that album. Tangerine and Heat Waves. Tangerine is such a feel-good song, super upbeat. Uh, next up, I've been listening to some older gorillas, such as Feel Good Inc., Andromeda. On top of that, Gorillaz has also come out with a new album this year. Uh, it actually came out a little under a month ago at the end of October. We have a couple songs off that album. So the album is called Song Machine Season 1 Strange Times. It's a 17-song album, so pretty long. But a couple goodies off there are Aries, The Pink Phantom, and Momentary Bliss. So if you're really into Gorillaz, if you're really into that like indie alternative techno sound... Definitely go check out the new album. I really liked um, Plastic Beach. That's my favorite mm. Gorillaz album. Plastic Beach is all-time favorite right there. I really like Welcome to the World of the Plastic Beach because I think that having Snoop Dogg in it is really funny. It was pretty cool. <laughs> I like it. And then I like Rhinestone Eyes. Rhinestone Eyes and is a I banger. I feel like everybody knows Melancholy Hill, but that song's also really good. Go listen to it, people. I highly recommend it. All right. Next segment up, we have our music updates. This week, we got a little bit of pop music updates, and then we're going to move to our, our alternative updates. We have a lot of updates this week. A lot of big stuff going on in the music industry this I, week, Emma. I know. So we mentioned before that Taylor Swift would be re-recording her music this month, and she released a statement on Instagram the other day saying that she has been recording. So we're going to get that soon, I hope. Lovely. That's going to be really awesome. Um, the other day, Miley Cyrus and Stevie Nicks released a mashup of Midnight Sky and Edge of Seventeen, and it's called Edge of Midnight. And it is so, so good. So good. It is so good. Vibes immaculate. Yeah, I think it's like it's just two queens that 
honestly, honestly, they're just doing their thing. They're vibing out and they absolutely killed it. Yes. Um, so up next, we got our alternative side of our music update. So first off, uh, since Joe Biden won the election, Maggie Rogers and Phoebe Bridgers got together and said, if Joe Biden wins, we're going to do a cover of Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls. And of course, uh, they did it. Yeah. And it was fantastic. It was really good. There are just two, like, very talented singers. So listening to them collaborate on a good song in general, it's like, wow. Very similar styles of music for both of them. And they both have amazing voices. I found out on TikTok. I did too. Yeah. I was like, what the heck came up on my For You page? I was like, wow. Speaking of TikTok, our girl Maggie Rogers actually just made one. So that was pretty exciting. She's already put up a couple videos, and they're pretty amusing, honestly. She's she's got a good sense of humor. Have you seen the comments where people are like, tell Phoebe that she needs to make a TikTok, and Maggie's like, I already already did. did. (laughs) And Billie Eilish also made a TikTok. Yep. Which, it's cool because you get to see, like, artists, like, personal sides. Like, not for their music. Like, Billie Eilish is just doing, like, stupid, like, TikTok challenges, and then... Like, you kind of realize that they're, like, more human. Yeah, and, you know, like, when you follow celebrities or music artists on social media, like, on Twitter or Instagram, maybe, the the vibes they give up, maybe not the vibes, but, like, their image that they have on those social platforms are definitely more professional. And then they hop on TikTok and they're just, like, their goofy selves. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Speaking of Maggie Rogers, she also gave us a little tidbit of what's coming in the future for her. She mentioned this week that on December 18th, she's going to be releasing a new album, but it's not fully a new album. So it's notes from the archive recordings 2011 to 2016. So if we're thinking about what she's talking about, like previous recordings, I'm assuming most of them are maybe like demos or maybe some songs that just like maybe couple different changes to them. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. But we're fingers crossed that there's a couple unreleased songs on there. That'd be awesome. I love when artists release, like, old versions of their music and then new versions. And then, like, some some music you haven't heard before. It's good stuff. They just kind of drop it on everyone. I like that. Um, Another update on the alternative side. Lainey today actually did a recording. November 20th. Um... Their song, Super Far, which is really good song. I highly recommend it. I think that it's... One of their best. I think it's what kind of gets everybody into Laney. That's what, like, led me into listening to them. It got 200 million streams on Spotify, which is huge. It's now their most listened to song. I'm pretty sure I tried to do some research on it. It looked just based on, like, the statistics today that it is their most listened to song, which I thought was interesting because I thought I Love You So Bad was their most listened to song because everybody knows that one. Literally everybody. If you're a Laney fan or if you were listening to music that got you into Laney, like I Love You So Bad was that first one. Yeah. It's like that and super far. But I'm really happy for them because that's huge. They're finally in like the top 500 most listened to artists on Spotify, which is kind of a big deal. Even though it's top 500, like that's still a big number. That's a huge deal. But it's I like seeing that title on their page. In some other huge news that I just found out today also was Bleacher has released a song with Bruce Springsteen. The boss from New Jersey, the Bruce Springsteen. And guys, me and Emma are huge Bleachers fans. 
and just toss in a little bit of our boy Bruce Springsteen. Like he's just like great classic rock and if you listen to the song, it's a really a great collaboration. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. it. It's pretty legit. And it has like the regular vocals of the Bleachers, but it has the instrumental background of a Bruce Springsteen song, which makes it so interesting. It was such a cool collaboration. It's called Chinatown. Go listen on Spotify or Apple Music or any streaming services. It's so, so good. Um, apparently, Bleachers is coming out with an album either at the end of 2020 or beginning of 2021. I'm not really sure. I hope it's sooner than later. Yeah, I mean, so they released this song, uh, the one with Bruce Springsteen, and then they released another single. I believe it was called 45 or 44 or 43. I don't even know. I uh, now we got to look it up, guys. I haven't even heard that one. It was actually really good. It's more of an acoustic song, but it was actually really good. So Sorry, um, guys. I promise I'm not a fake fan. I'm just not in with the times, I guess. Kind of sad. 45, that's what it was. I was right the first time. I'm going to have yes. to go listen to it. It was actually super good. So if you really like Bleachers or even Bruce Springsteen, I mean, you got to go listen to this thing. It was really cool. Uh, so up next, our next segment that me and Emma are going to talk about is our favorite holiday songs. Right now, it's mid-November. It's right before Thanksgiving. When is it too early to start listening to Christmas music? Emma, for me, anytime after Halloween, holiday season, it's time. Really? Yep. Anytime after Halloween. I really like after Halloween, like the day after, like November 1st, I'm like, all right, Christmas music. And then I take a break for a little bit. And then like around now, I'm I'm in with it. I start listening to Christmas music again. And then, then I stop for Thanksgiving. And then right after Thanksgiving. It's okay, just I see central. where you're coming from there. But all the stores are playing Christmas music already, and I'm already getting emails for, like, Black Friday and stuff. Reasonable. So I guess 2020 is just bringing Christmas to us early this year. I'm not mad about it. The big thing for me, though, is, like, I, like, right after, thing, or right after Halloween, I'm not going to start listening to, like, just hear those sleigh bells jingling. Like, none of that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking, like, a little bit of, like, classic christmas music i'm talking like we're gonna get into our favorite christmas song like in a sec, rock christmas but music. Like, like rock christmas music. like our yes. favorite like artists doing christmas songs yes which... not, not like michael buble christmas i mean not to knock michael buble but he's not really my uh pace no at work they're playing like the really like soft like winter wonderland like my michael buble and i just that's not how I'm feeling yet. Like I need to get past Thanksgiving and then I can do that. But right now, if I listen to Last Christmas or some Mariah Carey, I'm fine with it. That's I'm Mariah Carey that. isn't rock, but you everybody catches my well, Yeah, yeah, yeah. They know what you mean. Yeah. So personally, my favorite Christmas songs are um, Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney. Great song. That reminds me so much of when I was younger because I feel like it was on the radio all the time. I don't really know though. I'm not sure when it was released. Um, Last Christmas by Wham. R.I.P. George Michael. King of Smooth. Yes. Best voice. We love George Michael. I feel like that's also a classic. Like, everybody loves Last Christmas. Um, Coldplay's cover of Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas is amazing. That's a great um, cover. My favorite Christmas movie is Charlie Brown. So, I really like all the songs from that. I used to listen to that, like, when I was studying. I listened to the, the actual, like, Nutcracker sound, like, soundtrack like the yeah. tchaikovsky composed no but like that's good studying music in full yeah i've seen the like boston ballet version of the nutcracker like over 10 times i don't even know how much but i 
Fun fact, everybody, I used to play violin. I was an orchestra kid, and I lived for when I would get to see orchestras play live, so listening to Tchaikovsky is really important to me. You know what? Just to piggyback off of what Emma said there, guilty as charged, I was a band kid for a period of time. Uh, what instrument? I played drums and I played marimba. So oh. I was in a percussion ensemble. Yeah. So it was good, you know, it was fun. But yeah, uh, learning music theory, playing different stuff on actual instruments, you really get a different kind of appreciation for the music. You, you, know? c- you can't knock classical Christmas music. You cannot. Like you can have your lyrical Christmas music, but you still gotta keep it OG. Absolutely. You know? So right now I'm going to get into a couple of my favorite Christmas songs. And guys, like I said earlier, I'm not a huge, like, the Sleigh Bells song, like I mentioned earlier. I don't like listening to that stuff a ton. But one of my favorite Christmas songs ever is Step Into Christmas by Elton John. If you've listened to a couple of the previous episodes, you know that I'm a pretty big Elton John fan. Love that guy. He is lyrically and musically a genius. Um, I believe it's Bernie Taupin is the guy he works with. Yeah. That wrote It's his, his best music. friend. It's his best friend. It's wonderful. They're a wonderful duo. All right, everyone. When you're on your holiday breaks this year, make sure to go watch Rocket Man. It's a movie about Elton John's life and him working with Bernie. It's really cool. Um, it gives you some insight on like why he wrote some of the songs and that most of the songs were written, like the lyrics were written by Bernie and then he wrote all the music for it. And it just gives some perspective on his music and, and his life. His it's, life. It's super cool. It starts out with him, like, kind of, like, admitting that he's had a lot of problems in the past. And I highly recommend it. Yeah, super good movie. Um, my second favorite Christmas song is probably Happy Xmas by John Lennon. I mean, everybody knows that one. It's like, you know, the, so this is Christmas. Like, yeah, I'm not going to sing the whole thing for you guys. I know I I should, but (laughs) Uh, yeah. So another great Christmas song. Those are my like two top Christmas songs ever. There's also one, um, this one I don't think is that popular because everybody says it's annoying. I don't think it's that annoying. I think it's kind of fun. It's Christmas rapping. By it, who? It, the one where it's like, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Oh, yeah, yeah, Who's that by? Um, I think it's by, hmm, The Waitresses. Okay. I, I yes, don't know okay. anything else by The Waitresses, but I really like this song. A one-hit wonder yeah. on the Christmas charts. Coldplay also has a Christmas song called Christmas Lights. It's kind of depressing. I'm not going to lie. It's not the most happy Christmas song, but... <laughs> It's still a Coldplay song, and we love Coldplay here, so mm-hmm. I'm wearing my Coldplay we sweatshirt Coldplay. right now, um, in case anybody wanted to know. All right, guys. We're going to go to our next segment, which is Music Fact of the Day. So, on November 23rd, 1979, Pink Floyd released Another Brick in the Wall Part 2. If you've also listened to us in the past, we talk about Pink Floyd quite a bit. We're huge Pink Floyd fans over here. Mm-hmm. One of our previous guests, A Funk, was also a great fan of Pink Floyd. Yes. He was actually the one that, like, had me get into Pink Floyd more, like, throughout college. Like, before, like, in high school, I only listened to, like, their singles, like, their most common songs, like, Another Brick in the Wall. But, like... I actually started listening to Pink Floyd more often. After. So for those of you who are new here, A-Funk is one of my good buddies from home. He is 
like I said earlier, a huge Pink Floyd fan, but we used to listen to a lot of that stuff back in high school too. And, you know, he was honestly, he was one of the guys who got me into that stuff too. So if you missed our episode with him, I believe it was episode two. Yep. We also talked about concept albums. So go look back at that if you missed it before. But yeah, that's, a, that's another great, uh, that was a great episode, you know, yeah. like throwback to episode two, right? <laughs> TBT. TBT. All right, guys. So for our last episode of 2020, we're going to hit you all with our favorite songs of the year. Emma, kick it off. Okay. So I'm not going to lie. Only, I think only one of these songs came out in 2020, but I definitely racked up my minutes on Spotify this year, listening to music as I usually do. I'm really excited for my Spotify wrapped because I want to know like how much music I listen to. Last year, my most listened to song was Somebody Else by the 1975. One of my all-time favorites. It's one of my all-time favorites. Everybody is always like, oh, it's so basic. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's like one of their best songs. I understand why it's so listened to, but also it's so sad. Like that was just a sad song for 2019. So I'm hoping 2020 has like a happier song as my most listened to song. Well, hear me out. So as you all heard before, me and Emma are huge 1975 fans. Uh, let you guys on and let you all in on a little secret. I have a 1975 tattoo. I have a rectangle tattoo. So that's like a fun little fact for you, I guess. But uh, speaking of sad songs from the 1975, one of their happier songs that did come out in 2020 that actually like blew me away was If You're Too Shy, Let Me Know. That's definitely one of my favorites of 2020. It was incredible. They I, popped off with that one. They literally like, they said that that song wasn't going to like set the vibe for the rest of the album. But after listening to it, I really wish it did. Yeah. Because it was just... I wish that all the songs so, were from the album were like that. So do I. Just upbeat, happy music. And it, the song really makes you feel good. So definitely go check out If You're Too Shy, Let Me Know by the 1975. Um, Some other favorites I had this year were um, Affection by Between Friends. It's a really cool band. They're, I believe they're like 19 years old. It's a brother and a sister. They're the two vocalists. But they're, the way that like their instrumental part like moves with the lyrics is really cool um kind of edgy um 13 by laney is also one of my favorites this year it came out a while ago it came out with um i i forget the name of the album i think it was their self-titled one i'm gonna i'm gonna make sure that that's right and then i don't even know how to like say this one is it 214 it's like it's valentine's day it's supposed to be about valentine's day but i don't know how to say it's 2-14. Two dash two dash, or 2, two slash, slash 14. 14 by the band Camino. It's pretty popular if you're into the alternative indie music. Um, I felt really behind because I started listening to it this year, but it easily is one of my favorites of 2020. I like it a lot. Uh, so up for me, my favorites of 2020. First off, this, does, this album doesn't even feel like it came out in 2020. But Breathe Deeper by Tame Impala, which yes. is off the Slow Rush album, that is one of my all-time favorite songs of this year. That whole album, honestly, was just really good. But yeah, so Tame Impala, that album, right at the beginning of the year, I believe it came out in February. But because it was a part of the previous school year, 
It really has me thinking it was from 2019. I know. It's like, that was so long ago. It really was. I it, remember back in March when we like recorded our first episode, we were talking about that album. Like it just came out. No, March. yeah, yeah. That was supposed to be the first album we were going to talk about on our podcast. But uh, that... Corona really threw us for a loop. Corona time. did throw us for a loop. And, you know, stuff like that happens. And you just got to face the adversity and push through. So right. here we are, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, next up on my list, The Neighborhood came out with a new album this year. It's so good. It's I actually really it good. I believe it's called Chip... Something in the chromatics. It's something spooky. It's it ain't no. It's, it's pretty cool how they did it. Um, I'm pretty sure they. Give me one second. Okay, so the new album from the neighborhood is called Chip Chrome and the Monotones. So I messed it up a little bit, but that's the name of the new album. The vibe on this album is honestly pretty interesting. Um, I really like the song Cherry Flavored. That's a pretty good one. A little bit slower. It's on my easygoing playlist for those of you who follow me on Apple Music. Um, But the song that I'm about to talk about is one of my favorite. It's called Devil's Advocate. This one's so good. This one's on my November playlist. So it's a little bit of a slow-paced song, but it's pretty steady and the lyrics are actually really cool too. So if you're into the neighborhood, definitely give that album a new listen. And give the song a listen, you they're, know? They're so British when they have the U in, in the I know. Uh, so The Neighborhood, the band, they're, they're, uh, the name of their band is spelt N-E-I-G-H-B-O-U-R and then Hood. But, yeah, the British spelling. Yeah. <laughs> um, up next on my list is Blue World by Mac Miller. Rest in peace, Mac Miller. Um, that album, the album that was released after his death was honestly really fantastic and it was sad to listen to obviously knowing he died but the music the production all of it was just really good and blue world has a sample on it and it's like i'm not sure exactly what the song is called that he samples but it's got like it's i think it's like a 60s or 50s song Mm. But, and then it picks up, and then the production really takes away. And, yeah, that is definitely one of my top for the year. And then I'm going to close it out with Tangerine by Glass Animals. I talked about it earlier at the beginning of this episode. But, yeah, that song, really uplifting, puts you in a great mood. I really like um, the song Take a Slice by Glass Animals. I found it... um, like, kind of later on. I found it over the summer, but I think it's such a fun song. I've li- Which is weird, because I've listened to that album plenty of times, but I feel like I kind of just, like, tuned it out. Yeah. And then, like, this summer, like, it became more popular, and I was like, oh, I've been listening to this for so long, and I actually, like, didn't listen to it. I was just, like, listening to it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it would be on, like, in the background when you're, like, doing something else, and yeah. you didn't really realize you are listening to it until yes. you heard it again. Agnes by Glass Animals is also such a good song. That reminds me of senior year of high school. I listened to it, like, multiple times a day senior year of high school. I don't know why. Yeah, Glass Animals. Really weird connection here, but you know how, like, everybody has those songs that you listen to and it, like, brings you back to, like, this really oddly specific time in your life? Yes. That's how they are for me, too. So, really weird, but, like, Glass Animals, like, every time I listen to them, it kind of brings me back to, like... Driving to the tattoo parlor 
Like, it's really, oh, really I, this, random connection for me. This but. reminds me, like, Glass Animals reminds me of, like, driving home from a high school. Like, walking to my car, getting in my car, and, like, sitting in traffic trying to leave my high school. Sounds like a fantastic memory. Very different vibes. <laughs> Very different, but a so, vibe, to say the least. Yes. All right, guys. Uh, this brings us to the end of our episode. Real quick, I'm going to plug my Apple Music. It is Nikki C, N-I-C-K-Y space C. And my profile picture is me sitting on a ledge with a blue tie-dye huff shirt. So if you want to go follow me on Apple Music, you know where to find me. My Spotify is Emma Kalnan, and it's just a picture of me. Last name is C-A-L-N-A-N. Um, make sure to follow me for new playlists throughout the rest of the year. I'll probably, now that we have all this music coming out, I'll probably be cooking something up. And Absolutely. Putting it out. Usually, um, my method is that I will work on it, add a playlist cover, and then make it public. So just keep an eye on that. Absolutely. I can also post on our Instagram whenever we release playlists. And for those of you on Apple Music, I have a playlist for every mood you could possibly be in. So head over there and all of my playlists get updated, I would say weekly. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think so too. I also have monthly playlists going on. I'll probably do one for like 2020. 2021, not 2020. Oh God, no. We don't need any more 2020 playlists. No. So <laughs> we're, I'll probably do a 2021 when 2021 starts. But we just wanted to thank our listeners for all your support over the past few months of releasing Goons Talk Tunes. We really appreciate the love. It's really meant the world to us. We're really happy that we get to talk to you guys every week. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, like Emma said, I just want to say thank you all for listening. Me and Emma have had so much fun doing this podcast. This is the first semester we have done Goons Talk Tunes. But uh, stick around, and we'll be coming back in February. Yeah. So we're super some, excited about that. Some fresh content. So until then, listen to 2021 by Vampire Weekend, because that's when we're coming back. February 2021. Mark it down. Everyone. Everybody, put it in the calendars right now. All right. So uh, that's going to do it for me and Emma today. That's going to do it for me and Emma for 2020. Yes. So thank you guys for listening so much. We really appreciate it and uh, have a wonderful holiday season. Bye, everyone. Bye now. <laughs>